Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Casual Lounge. This is your host and Casual Rain founder, Remy. Today I'm joined by Jamie. Jamie identifies as a transgender man. His pronouns are he, him, he's 24 years old and he lives in Scotland. Today he's decided to talk to us about transitioning in the workplace, from how to even begin the process to what his own personal experience was like. Hey Jamie, thanks so much for joining me today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I'm really excited for this episode. So if you're ready, we'll start with the first question. Of course, great. You brought this subject to me, so I'm really excited to talk about this. So what made you want to discuss transitioning in the workplace? Why was that important for you? Well, basically because it, it was a big part of like my sort of transitioning experience where I was working and I really want to like let other people who are like me know both what it's like and how they can sort of navigate the different things that you have to go through. Okay, we will get to your story and how you did do that, but for those who may not know, what are the main processes of transitioning in the workplace? For example, how would you go about changing your name, the details on your national insurance number, and any other important processes? Well, for me, it kind of started with, you know, telling my manager, um, like kind of coming out, and from there, she kind of went to HR and like, all sort of processes of trying to get my name changed on like certain things at the, you know well I know we'll get into that yeah. when we talk about my personal experiences but you know to make it easier for you you should really legally change your name and the rest of the United Kingdom you can use a default but because I'm from Scotland we, we don't have defaults it's a statutory declaration or through the National Records of Scotland I did it by statutory declaration because um, I live in Scotland and we don't really have like baseballs, although I have actually seen other trans guys in Scotland do it by baseball, but I asked like, the national record as I had to do it during the pandemic, okay. the national records were closed um, for lockdown um, when I was legally changing my name and they recommended doing it by statutory statutory declaration yeah so for that i had to i mean i went on to the scottish trans alliance website like they have like a template for like statutory declarations okay it's really helpful to have i could always send you a link to that and i had to get a notary public to authorize it so i did all that like over zoom and signed the, the document sent it away got it authorized and that was it, really. Okay, and, and um, how long did that take? Only a week, like a couple of days. Nice, okay, so it's a nice, nice quick process then. Yeah. Okay, thank you for sharing that with us. So I want to know a little bit more about your personal experience. So I'm aware that you transitioned in the workplace. What kinds of things were going through your head when you envisioned this? How, how was the, not the actual experience, but the vision in your head? What was that like? Well, um, for me, it was, although it was, Scary. It wasn't because I was worried that the place that I was working in at the time, which was, was Clark, it wasn't because I thought they would be unaccepting. It was more because it was such a personal thing. Right. Um, like I kind of knew that they would be like, although they might not understand necessarily, but they would do what they could, like sort of help me and to accept me. I, I've been kind of living and presenting as, like, female for the first, like, two or so years that I was working for that company. Okay. 
and it kind of got to a point where I I was thinking I can't hide this anymore. Yeah. Um. So it's something that I had to do, basically. So you were at that company for a few years, and you knew that you were trans, but you hadn't transitioned or told anybody. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay, got ya. So, did you have really good friends or a few people that you knew would support you through such a personal thing? Or have you only got kind of like colleagues that you weren't, you didn't have that relationship with to kind of lean on them about stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, at the time, like, um, I was like, really close with like my work colleagues because um, like, they were all so lovely. There was lots of different like kinds of people from all walks of life. Yeah. Um, and there was like a few queer people as well, um, and they kind of knew me before, like before I came out as trans. I sort of came out as like a gay person. Okay. And um, so they, they kind of knew that. And um, so when it came to me coming out as trans, it wasn't really much of a surprise. <laughs> Amazing. Then, so what was transitioning in your workplace actually like, and was it anything that you imagined? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was actually much better than I thought it would be. Um, but I think I was just at the time so relieved to actually have have it have this thing off my chest. Yeah. Um and having like my manager be so accepting, she like asked me like can we do to help you? Oh, um that's lovely. And like straight away she was just like, Okay, I'll or do you a new name badge? I'll change your name on the pill. Like, do what I can. Yeah. Um, as at the time, I hadn't legally changed my name or anything like that. So she did what she could. Um, with like name wise, um, making sure everyone would call me like the right name and the right pronoun. Um, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Everyone was actually really good with that, even though they never really met a trans person before. Yeah. They're all just kind of learning together. That's amazing. I mean, where I'm living at the moment, um, I've recently moved to the west coast of Scotland. I haven't really met many trans people or like gay people at the moment. Yeah. Um, that's more like in the cities, like in like Glasgow and Edinburgh. Got yeah. Um, but I, I'm currently living with my sister in Greenock, which is quite, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all right, but there aren't many, like, queer people here. Right, okay, got you. So when you first did transition in the workplace and when you started telling people, what did you actually do? So was your manager the first person you told or did you tell um, your friends first? How did that process go? Um, well, I, I think I actually told my manager first because um, I knew that they would be, like, accepting and um, it kind of gave me one less job to do yeah, yeah. like you know because like she could tell everyone and I didn't really have to like explain very much although I, I was pretty close with like my work colleagues anyway they were like a second family to me right that's really nice <laughs> really is, really lovely yeah, to hear it's so lovely was there anyone who maybe wasn't so accepting or you had to kind of educate a little bit or anyone who had more of a hard time than say your manager um, I mean, there wasn't really anyone who was, like, unaccepting uh, for me. I was lucky enough to have that. Um, another thing for me was, at the time, um, I was working in the Clark store in Dundee, which was the one that I just told you about from, like, 
where I told my manager. Yeah. But I was also studying in Edinburgh, um, and during term time, I was working with the clerk shop on Princess Street in Edinburgh. Okay. So I had I had to come out in two workplaces at the same time, basically. God. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that that story is quite funny, actually, because then. Um, after I I told my manager in Dundee, I thought I need to tell my manager in Edinburgh, and <laughs> um, so I, I I came through for Edinburgh Pride, um, in my full side gear. What were you wearing? Just, what were you wearing? I was wearing um like purple tartan trousers, yeah, and a leather jacket and mm-hmm. like single braces and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> and I went to the shop. I said to my manager, I need to speak to you about something. And she was like, oh, God, what is it? Like, yep. don't, don't tell me you're leaving, sort mm-hmm. of thing. And um, we went to the back, and I was like, that's what I tell you, that, you know, I'm, I'm trans, and I go by a different name, and different pronouns now. And she was like, is that it? Like, I thought you were going to say you, like, you were leaving or something like really dramatic. I, I, I really, I really like when people react like that. I don't know if you do. Like, you're making such a big deal of it in your head because what well, I did for me anyway, when because I, I first came out as a lesbian before I came out as trans, and so I had that whole conversation with like my parents and my friends, and then I had the the conversation yeah. of you know actually it, this isn't quite right. I'm trans. And I always build it up in my head so much. So when somebody reacts like that, it instantly calms me down. Did it have that effect on you? Yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of a, a relief um, to have her react like that. And also, um, I, I worked in a third park store. <laughs> Did you have to come out to three managers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, my God. But the third one, um, it's like I was coming out the other way around. Okay. Where she knew me as Jamie. Yeah. And I had to say to her, oh, I use she, him pronouns. And because I find that some people were calling me like she, her. And I was like, "Uh, actually. Yeah, right. (laughs) And this is when I first started testosterone as well. So my voice wasn't quite as low or anything like that. So, but they they seemed like accepting. um, And then like last summer, I did this mentorship for Clark where I was partnered with the chief marketing officer yep. um, and it was for like LGBT people going into creative industries. That's amazing. And I brought up some issues um, that I'd kind of faced as like a trans person within that workplace. I know this is kind of the next question but I'm horrible. Yeah. No yeah all good <laughs> so my next question then will be a little bit of a, a two-parter so I definitely want to get into all the issues that you raised so the first part of my next question then will be are there any ways that you believe workplaces could be more inclusive of trans non-binary folks or anyone else and also because you mentioned it what were some of the issues that you did face in the workplace and what kinds of things did you bring up in that meeting? Yeah so um, when I did this mentorship and I was partners with the chief marketing officer, Clark. I brought up some issues that I faced within the workplace because she knew that I worked in one of the Clark shops. And that was being misgendered by customers. Okay. Because um, quite often, like, Jamie's quite a gender neutral name. Yeah. So, um, and I'm quite a small guy, so people would look at me and they'd say, that's a girl. Aren't we all small um, guys? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so 
I said, you know, one thing that we could do is we could have the option to add our pronouns onto our name badges. Yep. And she was on that straight away. She was like, we need to change this. And we did a whole piece on the use of gender pronouns and like kind of respecting them in the workplace. And I, I also got to do some marketing stuff for them, which is on the Clark's website as well. And a bit about me, not only that, she also made it so that people had the option to put their pronouns in their email signatures, on their Teams meetings, all those sorts of, sort of things, like really like going with it, like really um, you know, sort of enforcing this sort of thing, which is amazing. Um, that's absolutely incredible and it's so good that they even thought to do that to be honest with you because there's so many companies that wouldn't even really bother you know trying to find out how they could be more inclusive so the fact that they actually put that meeting into place and brought you along to make that impact is shout, yeah. out, shout out to them that, that's incredible I really like that so when you brought up that at the meeting with the pronouns was that implemented basically straight away yeah pretty much straight away it's something that I'm also doing in my current workplace at the Scottish Leather Group, which I recently got the job as a senior designer. Okay. And um, it's awesome. I've been having talks with um, someone from our HR department, and um, they've been like really amazing, like really listening to what I have to say, and it's kind of similar sort of things, like um, being able to have our pronouns and our email signatures in like our team's meeting name, business card and there's a couple of other things like having gender neutral toilets and um, I find that that was like one thing that I was a bit like unsure about was like if people see me as a gender that I'm not and um, like how will they react to me just doing something simple like going to the bathroom sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which is something that, you know, all of us as trans people will experience at one point in their life. And what else was there? Um, sort of the use of gender neutral language in the workplace as well. As sort of a professional language in the workplace. Okay. Because um, I found that since moving to the West Coast, a lot of people speak in very like gender terms of endearment, like they'll call you like lady or hen yeah. or doll or darling sort of thing. Yeah. So we're sort of trying to stop that sort of gender language. Because um, like, I mean, I know everybody does it, but there are sometimes, you know, when you, especially when you're like a trans guy and you get called darling or like a lady, like you're like, but I'm not. Yeah, no, 100%. That, that, was a, that was a big thing for me as well when I was transitioning. Um, you don't realise how much people actually do use gender terms unless you are transitioning. Yeah. Because I don't know what it was like for you, but with me, before I had started testosterone or when I was really in the early stages, I'd go out with my girlfriend and it'd always be, hi ladies, and it's just instantly just like, oh, I never want to leave the house again kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's really important and it's a really good thing to have even brought that up, to be honest. It would just create a more comfortable environment for anybody who did come into that workplace and then if they were transitioning or were in the midst of transitioning kind of thing yeah exactly but it's also like it affects everybody sort of thing and um, like most women don't like being called like darling or hen or like any of these sort of um terms of endearment yeah it's true so <laughs> there's a lot of people yeah. who don't really see the the power of language so that's First of all, very brave yeah. to have brought up. And second of all, I'm interested in how that went down. Was that all smooth sailing or was there anyone that kind of had their back up about it? Um, I mean, I'm still in the process of like having talks with 
my HR department, but they seem very open about that. Okay. Um, and, I, and I haven't just scared you about that, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine, but it's, like, it's something that I have thought about. But, you know, the HR department seems to be like, yeah, this is something that we need to put in place and we need to start educating people because I, I mean, I'm not the only trans person that works for that company and I won't be the last. No, for sure. Well, it's good that they're so open-minded about it then. And like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. really glad that you've actually brought that up because I know that that does dishearten a lot of trans people. It makes you not even want to get out of bed. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good on you, mate, for bringing that one up. You spoke briefly about your issues. Was there any other issues besides being misgendered in the workplace that you did face? Um, I think a lot of it was also, like, my own gender dysphoria um, and how I... Um, I would worry about how people would perceive me, um, which is also kind of falls into sort of misgendering sort of things. And I felt that a lot of my cisgender colleagues, they just don't really understand. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I mean, I can't blame them, obviously. But sometimes, like, it's nice to have like, another queer person there. But even if they're not trans, you still kind of have that sort of queer experience, you know, like similar sort of coming out and and sort of discovering who you are and like I kind of had that at work and um, with a couple of my friends in there which is amazing and <laughs> but I'm I'm still trying to find that in my new workplace I think I'm, I'm only like a month and a half in to this new job so still trying to find people <laughs> I think I just want to educate people and let them know that you know trans people aren't scary sort of thing yeah and you know, we just learn along the way, and that's it. I really do admire the things that you've done, the things that you've come into workplaces and had the bravery to A, be yourself, and B, succeed in making changes so that the next trans person that comes along, they've got it a little bit easier than maybe you did. Yeah, exactly, and that, that, that's exactly what I want to do. Um, I want to make it easier for people who come after me, you know, that's what I'm doing. I really, really admire that, mate. That's exactly what we want to do here. So I feel very lucky to have you on the podcast and be talking about these kinds of things. So respect to you. That's great. Thank you so much. No problem at all. Let's have a look at the next question then. So in terms of the way you view yourself and or the other people around you, do you think transitioning in the workplace has impacted you or your journey at all? Um, I'd say it, it's not really like impacted like my transition because I had like such a good experience within the workplace you know at the time that I came out there were people in my life that weren't so accepting and I, ha- I had this sort of safe space that I could go to every day and just like be myself yeah so that I suppose that really helped me build confidence within myself to be able to like start my medical transition um, and like go into testosterone, go to gender clinics and stuff like that. And it really helped me through a really tough time in my life because a couple of years ago, my mental health was really bad. And, you know, they really helped me to get back on my feet. So that must have changed the way that you'd viewed people in a sense when it came to your transition because if you'd known people before that didn't accept your transition but then you, you came in and had nothing but absolute love and respect from your colleagues it must have made you realize that like not everybody is bad and there are good people out there that yeah will let you be who you are do you know what i mean yeah exactly um luckily for me now like some of the people who weren't so accepting before are actually starting to make now towards being a bit more accepting of me okay um i think you know me doing what i'm doing at work has really helped them to see that 
actually this is who I am and I'm helping so many people learn to see myself. All good. Let's move on to our last question then, mate. So finally, do you have any advice for those who may be struggling to quote unquote come out in their workplace? As I said in like the, the previous podcast that I was on, um, I would recommend that you really know yourself. Spend a bit of time like getting to know who you are so that you can sort of answer those questions that people might have. Yep. And sort of have boundaries as well. Like if somebody asks you like a really intrusive question, you're like, actually, I don't want to talk about that. I'm going to talk about this. And, you know, obviously make sure you're, you know that you're going to be safe. The last podcast episode that you were on, that was our coming out edition. And yeah. you were incredible on that. I really did think that you gave some really good advice for people who were struggling to come out. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I would definitely echo that and say have a listen to Jamie's part in that and, and the other stories. The other stories were great as well. But I have my own question because yeah. I have been lucky enough to have been self-employed and not really have to come out in a workplace. So I've, I've mm-hmm. not had, like, colleagues around me or, like, a boss that I see every day where I have to, you know, have that conversation with. So for me because I have been self-employed for so long the thought of having to do that in a large workplace or even even a a small workplace just somewhere I have to go into every day that scares me so much so hearing about all these things that you've done all of the all of the things that you've implemented to make it easier for people is incredible so I just want to know where did that bravery come from and how would you advise people to access that within themselves I mean I'm actually a very quiet person um I'm very much an introvert. I don't I have no idea where the bravery came from. <laughs> but um for me I felt like I had to do it. Like I got to a point where I didn't want to hide it anymore. I felt like I couldn't not say it anymore. I couldn't not come out. Yeah. So definitely get to that point. I suppose like just like remember that you know who you are and no one else can take that away from you. If somebody doesn't accept you that's their problem well thank you so much for joining me today jamie i think it's been a really really educational podcast session and i'm really glad to have had this chat with you thank you so much for having me it's been great thank you very much i'll speak to you soon mate thanks thank you so much for listening to this episode of the casual lounge casual rain our packing underwear brand is due to launch this month so be sure to follow us on instagram at casual rain underscore to keep up with all the details rain is spelled r-e-i-g-n If you'd like up to 20% off your first order, drop us a message or sign up to our mailing list via the link in our bio. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you follow The Casual Lounge wherever you listen to your podcasts to make sure you don't miss an episode. Take care and be kind. This was The Casual Lounge.